morning, everybody. This is Pete with All Matters. Car Radio 97.3 FM in the great state of Seattle. We got a great show. Got my good friends uh, on again from PacWest Propane. Oli is back. Uh, he was with us uh, about three, four months ago. We were talking, and uh, we also finally have his partner, Derek Grice, back on the air. Derek, how's it going, man? It's going good. Glad to be back. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you're back, too. It's good to see your face. And Oli, it's good to see you, too, man. How you doing? Thank you. Very good. Very you're looking, good to be you're here. looking good, man. You're looking good. Well, I think you're you know, going to be running what, that That's Boston what the ladies say. What? <laughs> No, he's, not he's yet. Working out. That's a ways from that. <laughs> I've been um, I've been running the Boston Cream Marathon. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> right wow. to the donut shop. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, every have everybody has different ways to exercise. You know, hey, whatever works for you. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. No donuts. You're not allowed to have donuts. No, you got to cut back. <laughs> Isn't it funny as we get older, there's less and less stuff we can eat? It's not fair. I know it. I was just telling my kids that the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were going, yeah. you better enjoy it while it lasts, man. Yeah. It's going to go away. Yes, exactly. Enjoy it. <laughs> you bet. You bet. <laughs> no more sugar comas. I know. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. We're going we're gonna to have a good discussion here today, guys. Um, we have actually, there's some big news uh, for the state of Washington there's this uh, Climate Commitment Act, which I'm going to talk to Derek and Oli about uh, as well. And make sure get a pencil and paper. Um, we, you know, we've had uh, PacWest Propane on the show for years. The reason why is their best breed. You can go to PacWestPropane.com. You can look at all their reviews. Uh, they do an amazing job. You know, they're it's one of these uh, family companies. They're private. Uh, yes, they need to make a profit to stay in business, as all businesses do, but they really treat their customers with white glove service. So if you do have propane needs, whether it's a tank uh, on your property, you're running heat or you're doing outdoor barbecues or anything like that um, with the big, you know, the bigger vertical tanks, they can they can take care of you there as well as um, you, are you guys old? Are you still doing installations? Can you still run lines and do you guys do all that stuff? The trench? Work? Um, we do minimal. I mean, okay. yeah, we still install some tanks and things like that, but okay. We, what do you we, we try and st- stay away from that? Depends on what it is. Okay. <laughs> we're yeah, we're trying it. to, uh, um, if I understand correctly, you are asking if we do a little bit of inside stuff, Pete, or the outside? Well, just the outdoor, like if somebody mm-hmm. wants to get a tank installed in the line and things like yeah. that. Yeah, we're doing uh, a lot of that still. Okay. Okay. Even in the BBC uh, season. So, Oli, how many how many customers do you guys have now? Where are you sitting? Because I know you've grown dramatically over the years. Uh, or is Derek, that, is actually, that top secret? We just talked about the other day. <laughs> no, no, it's under it, it's under three thousand. What is it, Derek? Because he just wrote that down. Twenty nine twelve. Twenty nine twelve. You got yeah, the exact number. Yep. <laughs> With no decimal points, right? You don't have partial. No. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. There's this one half of a customer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's good. So anything? Uh, so Oli, what? Anything new at PacWest since we last talked in the fall? Well. We have been uh, going through the winter. I can tell you that uh, December was brutal with the ice storms and yeah, and you everything guys like that. Man. So we've been just a lot of snow. Yeah, it, yeah. 
Yeah. And we actually had our first day where nobody went out. I mean, we, wow. you know, in the, in the propane industry and probably a couple others, it's like when everybody's going home to play in the snow, you go out and that's the way this is. But um, it was a Friday and I mean, I had the truck plugged in here and by the morning, I think I had like half an inch ice almost built up wow. on, the, on the sidewalks. And it was so, yeah. So when you said no one went out, you mean no one went out in your business or what, what does that mean? It was such hazardous black ice oh, you, conditions. You couldn't go out. Okay. Yeah, we we made a decision as owners just for once ever to park all the trucks, whether service or tankers making deliveries. Okay. Uh, just to leave them parked, and then then we had uh, some staff volunteer for Saturday to take care of the critical customers. Yeah. That must be that must feel pretty eerie when you can't get out to deliver. Oh boy. Probably yeah. gives you guys anxiety, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really does. You hit the nail on the head there. I mean, Ole showed me some pretty cool uh what were those cleats that clamped onto your, your feet, Ole? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't remember the name now, but yeah, I I uh I've those are like crampons, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they're 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 wire and I've been I carry them in my backpack and I've been carrying them for Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know, four four years, and I've used them one time on the pass when it was slick, and I put those things on the other day, and you, I wore them for two days. Because, to walk around in them, huh? I mean, wow. well, it's not fun to fall. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, don't you fall. mess your hip up or something. That wouldn't be good. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah, those yeah, days so when been, I had my construction company up there and with snow. And I had guys all over from, you know, down almost down to Olympia all the way up to Bellingham. And some of the guys down in the city at Queen Anne Hill and things, they oh, were, wow. I go, don't go out. Because <laughs> no, they went, yeah, one time yeah. this guy came out, he didn't tell me, he slid all the way down in his van. I was just like, oh my God. You're gonna hit somebody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, well, if you can't stand up on the outside of a tanker, maybe that tanker shouldn't be rolling yeah, down. And you're road. talking about a lot heavier vehicle than just a construction <laughs> yeah. truck. So yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Hopefully, all that winter weather is behind us now, and we're getting into just rain and more rain, which is good. You guys can deliver out <laughs> the rain. That's a good thing. Well, I would like to um, brag about that real quick, okay. just throw a little plug in for So, Oli, I pretty much... Uh, run the service department and only runs the delivery side. Yeah. And I can tell you, typically off of those storms comes the great big uh, generator uh, usage and influx, you know, lines down, yada, yada. And this happened, um, only what year was that that this happened again? And our phones were just blowing up. Even Will called us. Three years ago, I think it was somewhere in there. Yeah. And uh, so this is the second time that I know of, we are proud to say, obviously we took care of our key full customers first, but will calls coming in on the phones, people that are responsible to watch their own ga- gauge on their tanks. Yeah. We didn't let anybody go into the night without power. And wow. that's kind of our claim to fame is we'll massage our routes around. We put ourselves in people's shoes. And, um, you know, we've had, we've got other monitored keep full customers in the area and we can make it worth our time and worth our diesel and just kind of massage the routes around and, and get it done. And people were so thankful. But I bet you must have had some really long days with your drivers to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, 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 
it's it's go time. Yeah. What was that, Oli? Oh, I said everybody was working double time. I think we delivered um, fifty thousand gallons in the month of December more than we did last year wow. in the same month. <laughs> it was wow. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Have you yeah. had, uh, so Oli, has there, like, since you're running delivery, has there been, like, floods up there at all? Have you had run into any of that kind of stuff from rainwater? Uh, I haven't run into any water issues for us. There have been floods around, but we have customers that have had homes that have been flooded out, but um, nothing but you guys really can basically get, get around on the roads without being flooded out. There hasn't been any issues there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you go to Fall City. <laughs> Fall City, I was just at a customer's the other day, and he was saying they had a recently about a foot and a half of water, you know. Wow. So that wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to get in there then, but yeah. But that's you know those areas kind of deal with that on a regular basis, so they're you know a little prepared for that. But don't you have like a sense of your your heritage, your ethnic background? Don't you have like big oars on the sides of your trucks? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I should. Yeah, you can roam through the. Through I, the, I, the, the, the problem is, is I've lost my uh, my hat with the horns, and so I just don't oh, feel comfortable. Okay, you know, taking it out the truck out to sea anymore. You know, <laughs> <laughs> taking the truck out to sea. Well, that, well that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. All right, we got a couple minutes left in the segment. I got. Uh, uh, I want to start, uh, and I guess Derek, we'll start with you. Maybe you can, we got a couple minutes here before we go into segment two. So we have this new climate commitment act. And, uh, I guess this just started what January 1st of this year. It sure did. So can you kind of just give us a summary of what, what you know about it? Cause I guess you're still learning about it so far too, as well. Yeah, I'm in ongoing education about it myself, but um, I've talked to all of our suppliers and um, one of the leads over at the Department of Ecology, and and I'll probably continue to call him for for questions that I think of, uh, other random questions at times. But, but yeah, they basically implemented this WAC 173-446, which is part of a, a Climate Commitment Act, they call it, for a... Uh, a serious reduction of carbon emissions and greenhouse gases. So, so what uh, is that? I guess what is that? Okay, so yeah, I see the extreme carbon reduction measures. So, what does that mean? Like, I know it's between now and like twenty fifty, but for the immediate future, mm-hmm. yeah. like, what does that mean for propane? What? How do they? Yeah. So basically, I hate to use the word. Uh, penalize, but, um, you know, basically they've got a chart on there that shows 2030, 2040, 2050 goals. Yeah. And it's like, the more you look around, the more you see, you, you could spend a couple of days in there. Um, but, um, basically what's, what's going to happen for now is they're taking an average of our, uh, CO2 estimated CO2 emissions. Uh, calculated by metric tons and then there's a chart how that equates out to the price per gallon for propane and and i'm sure there's different formulas for natural gas coming uh, for a cubic you know their measurements are about cubic feet of vapor yeah, yeah but um anyways and so basically what that means is right now um all of our suppliers uh basically just sent us bill of ladings um they've been holding on to them because they didn't know what to do there's been mass pandemonium and confusion in yeah. our industry 
And I've been trying to collect data and talk with all of them and also uh, the state. But basically, uh, we're going to have to throughput these fees to our customers and, and as much as I don't like doing it. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. Having a good talk with PacWest Propane. We got Oli Dragland and Derek Grice, partners that started this and founded this. Um, did you start with Frank Dollar too? Is he, I think he was on one yep. time. Is he he's still with you? He sure oh, is. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's he's cool. our forty some odd year accountant. I know. The guy's sharp amazing. Yeah. yeah. Been around <laughs> businesses a long time. Well, big shout out to Frank. And then Sherry's still in the office, right? Oli? You bet. Awesome. Yep. That's good. That's a good family owned operation. Because if you have any propane needs, <clears throat> certainly I know a lot of you are people are customers of them already. Make sure you tell your friends and family about them. Or if you're brand new and you need propane uh, for your home, in and around your home or your business, it's packwestpropane.com. Or you can give them a call at 844 890 That's 844-890-1291. And um, <clears throat> certainly, Ole and his team will uh, schedule a delivery out at your place there right away. Um, okay, so in this, we left. I know you started to explain the the one seven three four four six whack, which I know is kind of a dry number. Washington lawmakers do those kinds of things, <laughs> but it's basically the Climate Commitment Act, extreme carbon reduction measures. Now, here's the thing, guys. This is from me, not from Pagwest. I do, you know, as an engineer, yes, we do have a climate, uh, not a crisis, but we have a climate issue on our hands. We do have greenhouse gas effects. That is a known scientific thing. So if you want to call me and we can discuss that, we certainly can. However, it's how we are trying to move through this, uh, you know, and use responsible forms of fuels that we need, because obviously you guys can't freeze to death in your homes. So I just wanted to get this out and I wanted to talk to Derek and Oli about this and they wanted to talk with you as well because I want to share with you some facts about, you know, propane got sucked into this whole mess. And really, as one of the fuels, it is one of the most responsible fuels you can use for heating um, and cooking and things like that. And I'm going to share some facts with that. But with that said, <clears throat> I want to go back, Derek, you had... um mentioned in the previous segment about so there's this this carbon footprint or metric ton limitation so who who is being monitored it's not you guys but in the supply chain like who are they who are they monitoring it uh mm -hmm. for the metric tons yeah so it'd be the major suppliers um and or refineries you know the um the or add they're being estimated to be in charge between $25 to $30 um, per metric ton of CO2 sold. Well, obviously, you can't necessarily measure CO2, but that's the measurement of, you know, your average appliance and the consumption rate, which would be the gallon is what we use in our industry. And then the estimated um carbon footprint from those from those um, appliances so okay. so basically so then that ended up within a range of you know to translate that into cents per gallon uh, a range of 
15 to 20 is what uh, a lot of them are um, basically projecting. So to meet in that middle point um, for now, you know, um, we've just basically uh, we've had to implement this this fee schedule to pass on because yeah. we just got we were just provided um, some late invoices or BOLs, if you will, that all came through because they've been struggling. Oh, they with, were back, back charged. They, they back build, they back build yeah. us to January 1st ourselves. Yeah. And, and, and until we were sure that this was a hundred percent coming down the turnpike to us and our customers, we, you know, we're trying to take yeah. in as much knowledge and, and confirm that, Hey, this is the real deal. This is what they are being forced to do, and then we're going to have to throughput it and pass it on. So, Oli, what, what, what? So, you—it sounds like you—you've never done light items before, but it sounds like you're going to do a line item. Then, is that yeah. how this is going to happen? You know, our, our our whole our whole spiel has always been no hidden fees and no fees yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Matter of fact, I I just told somebody, you know. I'm not on the phones a lot, but I just got done telling that to somebody a few days ago. You know, uh, yeah, we don't have any fees. Well, that has to change because of this, you know. So we're what we're looking at doing is, uh, you know, at you know at the driver level when they fill, we're going to have to add on a, a line item that we've already created that has the uh, the WAC number on there for the, what the state has put out there with an 18 cents per gallon, you know, fee. That's just going to have to go on top of it. So. So this is uh, 18, a, 18 cents a gallon. Then you have to you have to pass on to the customer. Then they gotta. Yes. Okay. How did, you guys, price, how did you, know? you guys arrive? How did you get to eighteen cents? What? How? What was the math behind that? That's the average that they assign to us for now until they have more details. Oh, so, so the supplier is charging you that eighteen. Correct. Cents? Okay. Cor- correct. Yeah, and we're going to explain um, that um, to an extent, and probably have to update it again in the future. But we're going to also explain that on our website um, for our customers. And um, you know, this just came on so fast. But unlike some of those other fees that may have been seen with other other companies over the years. Those were basically they had official high sounding titles, but they were just basically they weren't real. They were just tackles. They they really weren't real. They they weren't, you know, nothing was going to the federal government or the state, you know, that at that point. But this is a real this is a real whack. And we wanted to we really wanted to list it and explain it and people to understand this isn't coming from PacWest propane. Yeah. Well, you must have. And the other thing, too, I know you talked to uh, some people at the Department of Ecology and just expressed your concern about this, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was their response to this? Did they, did they, I mean, it seems like it's a fighting a losing battle with the government because no matter what you say, they're just going to do what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I caught a real nice individual over there and he was informative to an ex- extent, but uh, I, I had, I've, I've had to call him back and I probably will call him again because some of the, some of the terminology um, early on was, was over my head. You know, I had to keep yeah. reading more and find out exactly what is he referring to? <laughs> I was trying to read that whack this morning and it's like, Holy smokes. Is this thing? Long? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they talk about things like auctions and, yeah. you know, cap and invest. And, you know, we know in a nutshell, you had touched on it earlier. They're just, giving us the impression that they don't want 
any gas appliances, whether natural or propane, and they want us to go all electric sooner than later. And yeah. So well, I'm going to share some facts on that for you guys that are listening. And this is not just from me, my opinions. This is from the federal EPA, the government, federal government that refute, that refute some of the stuff that's going on in this whack. And I, I want to share this with you guys to educate you. In case you might be a little upset by this, you can certainly, we'll give you a person that contacted at the Department of Ecology too as well. <clears throat> I can give you that information. Um, okay. The only thing I want to ask is we've got to wrap this segment up here real quick. So if you look at, um, this is 18 cents a gallon, what, like how many gallons in like a year on average do you guys supply to people? That's going like if you tack on like a million gallons or 10 million gallons and it's 18 cents, what is the cost? What's the cost that the state gets for cap and invest? I mean, we did over a million, just a little over a million gallons this year. So, okay. I mean, you know, you know, if 18% of uh, 1 million gallons is 180,000 is going back to the state, just from your company, your small little company, they get 180,000 for the, yeah. Yeah, you might find this helpful. So the the national average for an all gas home is about seven hundred gallons annually. Okay. So if you multiply that times that eighteen cents for this whack, then that equals a hundred and twenty six dollar increase per that year. That you're gonna have to pay per year at this juncture. Yeah. And you don't know this could go up too. This, yeah, and this won't be under your control. But if they keep raising the the rates of the suppliers, you're gonna have to keep passing that on, which is unfortunate. I think. Yeah. So yeah. all right, we go back, guys. I want to, um, we're going to go through just a little education from the EPA 2020 report on where does this, uh, this carbon footprint come from? Most of it is from carbon dioxide. This is what they're trying to control. It's not necessarily methane or fluorinated gases, although I'll give you some percentages on that. And then I do want to share with you guys the carbon dioxide emissions. I did a whole calculation on natural gas versus propane versus, uh, coal heating oil so you can see where propane actually sits in this whole thing and why i don't believe it's a good idea that they're penalizing propane as an energy source Uh, and i also want to talk to derek about this cap and invest to find out kind of what that means from a state level as well without a pete this is all matters car radio 97.3 fm all right we're back this is pete with All Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM in the great state. Obviously, we're having a good discussion here about uh, one of the new mandates. <clears throat> I guess that's another word for law. They went into effect on January 1st, 2023, which is a few days ago. And uh, basically, it's um, pe- getting passed down to you, the consumer, like Ole was talking about. It's about 18 cents that you're going to have to pay. Per gallon. And Derek, you said it was a hundred, what was a hundred twenty some dollars a year? Uh, yeah, that, that based off of the national average uh, of consumption, it equates out to about 126 yeah. a year. Okay. Increase. <clears throat> one, guys, one thing I want, and I know, you know, we all hear from it in the news. I know probably a lot of it, you know, you hear about it and it's kind of running around the back of your mind like, yeah, okay, we got, we've got a greenhouse gas effect going on on the earth and there's some climate change. That is all true. I'm not trying to debunk saying that's not true. That is true. But what I'm, what I want you guys to know is to be educated as listeners. And if, you know, if this is something you want to take up with the department of ecology, I'll also give you their contact information. But one of the things, now this is according to the EPA, this is not, you know, Pete at home matters. 
EPA 2020 report, 79% of all greenhouse gas is coming from carbon dioxide. So that's like burning coal, natural gas, oil. They don't mention propane in there anywhere in the EPA report. Um, now, propane is made from natural gas. 11% is coming from methane. 7% from nitrous oxide, which is more ag and land use. And then 3% comes from what we used to be worried about, which was the fluorinated gases like the freons, which that's pretty much been all ruled out. Okay. Um, so I wanted you to guys to know that, that this is really the greenhouse gas effect is this carbon And that's really what they're, they're pointing at here in this, uh, extreme carbon reduction measure act. Is that correct? Derek is the carbon. Correct. Yeah. Got it. Now, one other thing, too, I want you to know, because I went and I want because I'm all, you know, being curious as kind of the geeky guy. I wanted to know, OK, if I look at if carbon dioxide is the problem here. Well, wh what's an equivalency of emissions for all different kinds of fuels? So I calculated it all to for every million BTUs. BTUs is British thermal unit. It's a form of energy. Uh you know, um, that you can use here. Okay. For, for like heating, things like that. Okay. So if you look at for every million BTUs, natural gas emits 117 pounds of carbon dioxide when combusted. Propane is next at 120. So that's a close, they're right close to each other. Gas. So this is like gas out of your cars, 157 pounds. Heating oil is at 161. So if you guys have heating oil, that's why it's good to change over to propane or natural gas. And then coal is the worst offender at 229 pounds of carbon dioxide combusted. Now, one thing, guys, I want you to realize, and again, this is from the federal government. If you look, they're all moving towards electricity and they're saying, buy electric cars, do all this electricity. We got to go electric. Well, I want you to know, you could look this up yourself if you don't believe me. 38% of all electricity produced in the United States comes from natural gas, 22% comes from coal. So 60% is coming from sources that are dumping carbon dioxide, especially coal, which is a real offender at 22%, into our atmosphere, creating greenhouse gas effects. And this doesn't just sit over the United States. This is all over the earth, okay? Now, one thing I want to point out, one more thing for you to think about. We know that... If you, and again, you can look this up. If you look at the BTUs, uh, if you look at per cubic foot of natural gas and per cubic foot of propane, propane produces twice the BTUs as natural gas. So if you really think about this and are educated and do the math, uh, propane is emitting a lot less pounds of CO2 in the air than even natural gas because it's much more efficient in the BTUs, twice as efficient. Mm -hmm. So roughly you could say that 120 pounds goes down to 60 versus 117 pounds of natural gas. Yet the Washington state is punishing propane users like yourself as consumers and propane uh, suppliers like PacWest. That's what I wanted to get out, uh, uh, Derek and Oli, is to help people understand why this should be something that they should, you know, really think about and consider. And if they want to, you know, I'll give the Department of Ecology later on, but it's important that people understand uh, kind of where propane sits. It's not a bad fuel, I don't think. I mean, I don't know what, well, what are you guys' thoughts? 
I'm partial to it. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my entire, my entire house is running off of propane, including my generator. Yeah. You know, uh, I've got a propane furnace. I have heat pumps, but in the winter it gets cold. So I use right. the propane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All exactly. Right. And I, I've got um, my dryer. My wife loves it because it dries her clothes and half the time used to take an hour and everything's yeah. dry 30 minutes. Most of the time, my on demand, on demand, continuous hot water for my family of five. Yeah. <laughs> one's, one's gone now, but boy, hot water is important in my house. And uh, I think it's important in everybody's house. <laughs> and the thing is I, I get, I would understand like if we were burning a lot of coal and they're going, Oh, you know, yeah, we got to really reduce that. Cause that's really messing up the atmosphere. That's very true. But it's like, they're picking the one that's the least. I mean, natural gas is is close to it. It's you know, mm-hmm. they're picking yeah. the two and saying, "Sorry, we have to." You know, we have to put this for cap and reinvest. So that's one thing I wanted to ask you, Derek. Is so, do you have an understanding of like this cap and reinvest? Like what this money that's going back to the state? You had said like, well, I think you said one hundred eighty thousand. Is that the number you gave for the really what you're charging the customers? Yeah. Is that about right? Yeah, roughly our portion would be about that, yeah. Okay. And then you got all these guys that are supplying, and then you got suppliers and things like that. So the, the mm-hmm. state's using this money for a – what is this cap and reinvest that they're talking about, Derek? Do you know? Yeah, I mean, I I obviously I need to research it some more, and I'm probably not even using the proper terminology, but they're trying to cap or slow down natural gas and propane growth in an area, in our instance, the state, and then investing that money that is whatever you want to call it. You know, uh, I was told that it's not really fines and it's not really penalties, but it sure feels like it. And then that, that money is going to be used to invest in infrastructure, which, um, you know what, what, is that what, what is the infrastructure for electricity, which is which is <laughs> Ele- <laughs> built electrical of infrastructure, yeah, yeah and, and 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 consumer awareness, and how's that going to help each and every one of us swap out all of our appliances? Yeah. You know, that's there's another huge, you know, we're gonna we're gonna generate a, a large number of recycling and. And and these manufacturers, you know, are going to have to change gears. And there's just so many moving parts. If yeah. you really think about, well, if you, every, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say how how every Washington household, you know, could be impacted by this. Yeah. The majority, it, majority of anybody off the grid. Well, even on the grid, on the natural gas grid, if they don't want natural gas, they're in the same boat as us. Yeah. So. Well, and if I I was just going to make the point of look how many years it's taken to get any kind of infrastructure, which still is not there for electrical cars. Right. Right. I mean, it's been years and years Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we're still trying to bring in infrastructure. You know, that's one thing that worries me is I I was talking um, the other day to a friend of mine is, you know, we one of the the other thing, guys, just so you know, you know, because I looked at this, I was really interested in this when this whack thing came up that basically 33% of all carbon dioxide comes from transportation in the United States. So 38% is passenger cars, but the whopper out there is trucking 45%. So uh, are, only are a lot of the like trucks and things like light duty, heavy duty, they're running off of propane, aren't they? That are doing shipping or are they all on gas still? 
I think most trucks are on diesel. Are they on diesel? Okay. And diesel is yeah, even I mean, worse carbon footprint. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, there are some propane, like we have one propane powered truck for us, but yeah, everything we run is diesel. Okay. And um, I mean, even, you know, semis all that. So, yeah. Well, we, yeah well, so we that do, would yeah. all have to get switched over too. And I don't know, like Derek, you and I were talking off air a little bit about, cause I know you have a propane truck you were saying, but you kind of have to plan where you're going to stop because the infrastructure for propane's not there either. As far as what you're saying to me, is that true? Infrastructure for propane? For filling up your truck, your propane. Oh, yeah. I mean, that has really come a long ways. Like, you know, like I mentioned, I, gosh, I went to Texas and back four times. And with a little bit of planning, it wasn't that hard. It just took me more planning because I was pulling a trailer. <laughs> so, oh, okay. so I lost all range. I lost all this mileage and uh, I had what they call range anxiety in the world of alternative fuels. But uh but mm-hmm. uh if if I was just, just driving my pickup as a normal pickup, you know, taking the family on vacation or something, um, I would have been able to go twice as far easily. But yeah. uh but yeah, this this state's been working pretty hard on it. There's been a lot of entities. Um, there's you know there's shuttle buses and and um, you know Microsoft has employee shuttles all running off of propane powered buses and and some other entities. Uh, so uh, you know there is a water company running around. There's a food delivery company running around. Yeah. And, well, you were saying the uh, the Portland School District runs all of propane. Big big user of That's propane. Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to work with uh, with uh, Todd Mao from from Roush Clean Tech, and they they post some amazing numbers up on their website. And yeah. and not 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 to mention the the performance number. Not just mileage and power is good and the low emissions, but just the lifespan of those motors. You know, these engines run clean. The oil's clean. Spark plugs yeah. stay clean. Yeah. And um, so they're great. And, and uh, you know, like we said, we have one tanker that runs off propane, does well. We have a service truck and my pickup. Yeah. And, and there's actually newer tankers coming out with, uh, there's a propane-powered uh, cat motor. And so it's... Uh, uh, they're getting involved in it also, and yeah. and I think they're just going to continue to improve. But other countries are much more advanced than us. You know, you look at Canada and Australia and France and a lot of other countries. Uh, they'll have a great big 5,000-gallon propane tank out in front of a gas station, and a lot of people are pulling off of that. With that, I'm Pete. This is All Matters. Got Radio 97.3 FM. Okay, we're back. This is Pete with All Matters. Car Radio 97.3 FM in the great state of Seattle. We're having a great discussion here. Um, This is something that we needed to talk about as far as the Climate Commitment Act. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to demonize this. It's not a bad thing. It's just putting it in perspective and knowing that you guys are going to end up being, you know, end up paying more for something like this. But I also know if this is something that's concerning you, um, you can certainly contact the Department of Ecology, uh, and this is public record. If you go up to their website, there's a guy named Joshua Grice. He's the rulemaking lead. You can call him at 360-280-6566, or his email is E-C-Y-R-E-C. Well, let's see, E-C-Y-R-E, climate rules at ecy.wa.gov. So it's E-C-Y-R-E, climate rules 
at ecy.wa.gov. Or you can contact, you know, your leg- legislators or senators too as well. This is something you got to, guys, here's the thing. We're all together on this. The lawmakers, you know, we're in a democracy here. So if you have an issue with this, make sure you let your lawmakers know, because I think, unfortunately, propane is getting lumped in, as well as natural gas, with some things like coal, which we know are big no-nos, and we got to cut that out. That They're just big polluters. And so, but I, I think if you look at um, some of this stuff uh, here with the propane, as far as the 60 pounds of carbon dioxide um, combusted for a million BTUs versus 117, and then 229 all the way at the other end of the spectrum for coal. And the fact, like I said, that 38% is natural gas, 22% is coal that produces electricity. So you got to really know where electricity comes from. It doesn't just produce. And I can watch the state, there's a lot of hydro. So good. We have a lot of natural resources to produce, but that's not the way it is all over the country. So that does have to be factored in as well. Um, okay. Um, so I wanted to, uh, I guess the last thing to, to talk about here in this whack is, um, so going forward, you had said, Derek, this has been in the works for a long time. So, um, you guys are going to pass this cost on. Do you know, uh, kind of where this is going will there be increased costs on this or is it or do you have any idea or is this something you just have to kind of see as it go along yeah i haven't um i i continue to delve into um the whack and then there's uh sub wax and and i'm reading and they're lengthy documents really are one one <laughs> one uh document was another 10 pages just in one document and so um from everything that I've read so far, no, it doesn't look like it's necessarily going to be a, a progressive um, tax, yeah. if you will, okay. um, for lack of a better word. All right. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Um, hopefully, that'll stay the, stay that way. Uh, now, Ole, I want to ask you because I know you, you know I was talking with Dirk about this cap and reinvest, which the state is going to use this money to for other technologies that will help reduce the carbon dioxide footprint. So. I know in your industry, there's a, what is it called? Biopropane? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes, sir. What, what is that all about? Yeah. What? Uh, biopropane is, is, um, is, isn't it, Derek? It's, it's kind of grown, isn't it? Am, am I correct about that? Yeah, there's actually several different sources, but yeah, they can actually yeah. even get it from uh, uh, reclaimed restaurant oils also. I was going to say, it's kind of like a biomass where they use reclaimed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Food products and things uh-huh. like so is that are they is that the kind of the basis of biopropane? Is that how it's being made is off of these other biomass materials? Yeah. Uh you know, like kinda of like you said, uh, what biodiesel has the swirler and everything yeah. like that. Now obviously we're a product under pressure, so it's gotta be a different process. Yeah. Um, but but um anyways, uh I have read some other interesting things. I wanna say I even read that one source was petrochemical uh plastics. So okay. I don't know. That's a great idea. That's not a big, yeah, I mean, a lot of plastic later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I did not get to follow up on that further, yeah. but um, I do know that we have, you know, raised our, our hand with uh, one of our suppliers was offering it and we said, Hey, as soon as it's available, we'll, buy, we'll sign us up. You know, so what is the <laughs> timing on it for bio posting good numbers? 
Um, I literally any time. I have, okay. I approved some loads a uh, month and a half ago. So, okay, so you're just waiting on you know, it. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, um, but the performance numbers look good, and and it will be good for our great state. You know, I yeah. was. I think so too. I, anything yeah. we can do, you know, recycle, reuse, that kind of thing is a good thing. I'm not, you know, I'm yeah. not hard over like, hey, we should just go do whatever we want to. So we should be responsible stewards of the earth. Sure. Um, and I think the biopropane, the only thing is, I think one of you guys said right now they're producing, what is it, uh, 10 million gallons is what was produced. Last year was 10 million. That yeah. Yeah, Hopefully that number will grow exponentially as the technology and the infrastructure you know, gets out there. Well, here's the thing. That's one thing that you could always keep an eye on with the Department of Ecology. You guys are listening and the state legislators and senators is, I, I looked this up. Washington State uh, uses about 202 million gallons of propane a year. They're number 18 in the country. So uh, not at the top, but not at the bottom. But right. the thing about it is 10 million versus 202, they have a ways to go. So hopefully go. they could use this capital reinvest money to make a lot of more of the biopropane, <laughs> <Yeah. Exactly. laughs> which I'm hoping they do. That would be a, would be a really yeah. good thing. So. All right. Uh, one last thing before we jump off the show, and I'm, I'm glad, guys, thank you for educating us on this whack and for helping people understand. And I hope I passed on some things of, you know, how beneficial propane is as a fuel, you know, for heating and cooking and all that stuff. It's it's a very good energy efficient, but it's also good for the environment, too. I'm I'm not so sure how it got lumped in there, but. Um, let's talk about safety because we are in the wintertime. People are in their homes. And I had heard you had said on the news there had been some explosions, I guess, Derek, uh, mm-hmm. things going on in people's homes. So what was that about? Yeah, unfortunately, you know, it's, 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 it's the ugly side of any industry for the, you know, propensity for things to happen. And yeah. if you get over in certain areas like uh, Snoqualmie Pass or, you know, parts of Kittitas County, they have, you know, what we all know as abnormal snowfall. And they can have some really big swings and then they can have dry snow and then they can have wet snow and refreezing and all this going on. And, you know, and we've seen snow come off of um, the roofs of homes and tear off complete decks before just the sheer weight and and force and volume. And I'm talking I was looking at six by six posts on this one deck that got ripped off. And so they they build their roofs different. They actually have them uh, closer together on center and everything. And it's all engineered a certain way. But, um, you know, unfortunately, I like to call it backflashing. But when when all that snow comes off those roofs, if it goes out and piles up in the side yard and backflashes over to the building, then then that sheer weight and force can damage anything on the building, which can include their piping and their regulators. And, yeah. and then unfortunately, a, a, an ugly byproduct could be an uncontrolled discharge. And none of us like that, you know, in our yeah. industry. So and that, we, you're talking about an uncontrolled discharge inside the home is working. No, or, just on the outside. Just on the outside. Okay. Or a, yeah, it would be, would be, we would call a vapor leak. And so, yeah. Then you're trying to <clears throat> scramble to get your propane tank shut off, obviously. Yeah. Or it uh, before it finds a source of ignition, or or does find a way to permeate, you know, through cracks and holes and into the dwelling or the crawl space or whatever. But, um, anyways, and so we we strive really hard anytime, whether it's a new brand new house construction or a customer that has just come mm-hmm. over to us, is is to to look at their existing. Uh, regulators on the home and the protection of thereof and 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 we will sell and install snow shields 
Okay. Very reasonably, two hundred and twenty-five dollars out. And that door. protects the regulators, then. The exactly, okay. and then and then also we put another device over at the tank that oh. uh, that provides an excess flow feature, and so. So you're helping really, keeping your customers safe, which is good. Really, yeah, we we yeah. really do try to put ourselves in other people's shoes, and yeah. this is how we sleep at night is knowing that people are safe. Yes, for sure. Well, guys, as always, it's been a great show, a lot of good information. Ole, thank you for coming on again. No, no problem. No I'm sure problem. I'll see you in another three months again. We'll have you back on the show. No and problem. Derek, well, it's good to have you back again on the show and talking all about this uh, this information with a wax. So thank you. Yeah, great to see you. Yeah, good Thanks to see you too. Thanks for having Check yeah. them out. These guys, they serve all over the place. Maple Valley, King, Kitsap, uh, Kittitas, Snohomish. If you need propane, PacWest Propane is the only company I would recommend you go to. 844-890-1291 or check them out at PacWestPropane.com. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters. Car Radio 97.3. Not bad.